Okay. Okay, so so here we are. Um, ready to pray and um, ask that the divine say through us what would be most helpful to whoever is listening. Mm -hmm. Whenever that might be. Mm -hmm. God. God, grant us sister energy to accept the things we cannot change. Courage to change the things, things we can. And wisdom to know the difference. They will be fun. <laughs> On earth as it is in heaven. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so who are you and why are we here? <laughs> Small question. Right. So my name is Catherine and uh, I am a debtor and um, a, I consider myself a 12-step practitioner. I was very, very um, blessed, fortunate to have had a Bill W. experience uh, early in recovery um, which is refers to the Bill W experience in the big book where it's like his head almost blew off and he was entirely different than he was one minute before um, and had the spiritual experience, which is kind of like the, um, the beginning of the entirety of the AA uh, program and all the subsidiary or not subsidiary, but what's the word adjacent. Yeah. Tension. Um, so I had that experience and it was so remarkable. It was so completely um, uh, game-changing and it created a signature in me. And I've heard this about spiritual experiences that you never forget it and you never settle for anything left. And um, that was my experience. And then I got into the big book and I, so I had this experience and then I got into the big book and I was like, oh my God, that's the experience Bill W had. I hadn't read it before. And so it was such a profound um, moment of resonance and it completely removed uh, addiction that I had. Like I had that sense of it being removed and one day at a time it's, it has been removed. And I had that spiritual awakening um, on April 17th, 1994 which uh, is the most important day in my life, bar none, um, because it changed everything. And when I went back, I was at a retreat, uh, not a AA retreat. I was at like a therapeutic retreat when this happened, kind of 12-step informed, but not a 12-step retreat. And um, when I told the person, like the, I ran into the therapist a year later and that I had been clean for a year, she was like, no way. She said, I was sure you weren't going to make it. And I'm like, well, I'm really glad you didn't mention that. As time. <laughs> um, but, but through that, so I had this extraordinary, extraordinary experience. Um, and from there, I brought that into uh, Debtors Anonymous. And it has um, been a longer hoe in Debtors Anonymous in terms of um, experiencing the divine in money. And um, I'm really grateful. Longer hoe. Yeah. Like, um, meaning like, you know, like, no, like farming, 
Okay. Going like, like painstaking. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay. Continue. Painstaking. And if it had not been for that spiritual awakening I had in a different program, um, I would have never been able to stay in DA because my experience is that the connections was thriving around money and um, early early childhood trauma is so difficult. So I've come to understand like my nervous system is uh, attached and completely aligned with struggle and the divine through the 12 steps is calling me to prosper. And so it has been an extraordinary 25 plus years of that journey. And I'm very much hoping that I can share some experience, strength and hope and just experience, not theory, just experience um, with um, the many gifted people who find their way into the rooms of DA and who have the hounds of heaven at their heels, as I call them, to prosper. And yet there's a fundamental powerlessness over the attachment to struggle. And so this is what I am delighted to um, discuss, uh, explore, and uh, to do so with you, uh, Caitlin, and been very um, blessed to have have met you along the way. And um, it has been a a joy to watch your um, emergence into um, a life of abundance. And um, and so the prayer is that in our conversation, there can be insights across generations, two different countries, <laughs> um, different uh, perspectives, different uh, lengths of time, different um, 12-step programs are presented, um, coming together on this clarion call to a life beyond our wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I was taking notes uh, of questions to ask you. And I think they've all just been answered in the telling. And I, um, yes, so grateful to have met you and and to have met you like after I began to, so I guess I guess I'm gonna share my experience, strength and hope into coming to meet you via Zoom on a debtors anonymous meeting that is out of Vermont, which neither of us are from, but <laughs> um one morning that I was asked to qualify, feeling very not qualified to do so about how I did not know how to live in abundance. Like that was like the the theme of what I was called to share that particular morning. And, and when you were speaking the word emergence, like struck me because it, it like, when it started, when the promises, I guess, of the 12 steps, start to come true especially perhaps fear of financial insecurity will leave us which is one of like the you know standard traditional promises after 
the ninth step is completed and the 12 step programs outlined in the big book is that an emergency happens in my body. Like there's this emergent panic um, that I didn't have vocabulary for, but you did. And it is the, the compulsion, the constriction and towards just struggling again. Um, not being able to trust the release into the protection and care. And um, and I'm still very much in the process of experiencing the expansion into thriving materially after, you know, the spiritual and the emotional starts to transform. And that when that expansion happens the constriction happens again mm-hmm. and again and, again. Mm-hmm. and and i'm just glad not to be alone in it so but how i came to that morning of qualifying um feels mysterious to me now but i i had been in debtors anonymous some years maybe like 3 or 4 solvency date the date that I stopped incurring unsecured debt one day at a time is January 27th, 2021. And, but I had been using the tools of DA before that, but not working the steps in DA because I was at the time working the steps in ACA. And I, and then before that, you know, I had been sober in AA. And then before that, I had gone to Al-Anon to try to save my alcoholic father. (laughs) And my, that's the the beginning of my 12 step journey was that entrance and the spiritual awakening. I've had so many peak Bill W-esque experiences along, along those step trajectories, step work trajectories, Mm -hmm. but like ultimately a culminating educational variety, as they say. (laughs) And I hadn't, started, I tried to start working the steps in DA, um, but found actually that because of what I was learning about my childhood trauma in ACA, couldn't work with a sponsor because I, I, I shut down. I had like complex PTSD responses, which now we can use that vocabulary to kind of describe what, what happens, but that's just kind of brain fog and, um, over adrenaline, like and all, all sorts of things where any sort of like hint of judgment or shame, or I just would shut down. And then, um, and there was this intolerance that started to grow, I guess, towards harshness. And I didn't even notice it happening, but I started seeking people in DA who had that, that that's all I knew how to call it at that time I was so I would put in like the zoom chats because this is during the pandemic looking for DA fellows with ACA experience and um and it's just so it occurs to me that meeting you is an answered prayer but but like so many of my answered prayers not exactly how I thought it was going to happen <laughs> I didn't put that in the zoom chat that's that the signature yeah yeah exactly like I didn't put like, and, and I don't, and it, that wasn't how we connected. It wasn't because of my foolproof plan of, you know, finding the Venn diagram intersect between DA and ACA. But at the same time, 
there is something to um, honoring the profundity of the powerlessness over the addiction to struggle, if you will, that's rooted in the body's natural for the the circumstances, like natural wiring that is avoidant and terrified of any sort of dependence. Um, Yeah. 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 And so I have never met and I'm not saying that it's, there are not lots of people that, but I've never met anybody in DA who I have visibility to their backstory who did not have some form of quite serious child abuse mm. um, in their background. Mm. And um, I have found, and, and so the call to prosper, to be self-supporting through one's own contributions and to prosper um, when, you know, most of our wiring is self-centered fear because that's what a child has. They're just trying to survive and they're all alone. Um, coming to those places of surrender so that the divine can be there is, um, is quite a journey. And I remember talking to a, a dear friend of mine in, uh, in DA and, um, and I said, I said, said, do you remember when I came in 20 years ago? And I said, I don't actually. I said, do you remember seeing me in the meetings? He goes, no, I don't. And I said, I think we were both dissociated and we're sitting next to each other. (laughs) And so, so my, the tenderness that I have and the compassion that I have and the, the honor that I give to anybody who walks into 12 step rooms, the courage, um, and I have found it particularly DA has been um, gut-wrenching, but the courage to be there um, and uh, to stay there um, is astonishing because it is um, the call to prosper, the call even to pay attention is antithetical to um, fight, flight, freeze, right? Which so many of us are in. And I. I had the opportunity to go to Akron, Ohio, um, and visit the grave of Dr. Bob, who's one of the co-founders of AA. And I had been clean for a number of years, and my my um, gratitude was overwhelming. And I went to visit his grave, and I saw these medallions on it, and it was gorgeous. And um, But I got down on my knees because I was in the middle of a profound associative episode related to my complex PTSD. And I didn't even know what it was. And I got down on my knees in front of his grave. And I said, Dr. Bob, if you're up there, please, I beg of you. If you could be the co-author of something that has given me such complete and total freedom in one area, please help me um, heal my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've always thought about the work around um recovery from complex PTSD or uh, the dissociative disorder that I have, it's a third, it's, it's all stems out of the third step. So it's a complete on my knees surrender to the divine. And I ask, I say to the divine, like, please, you know me in my entirety, please bring me the people, the principles and the power that will restore me to wholeness. Because I, 
and and so just from that place of surrender I start to pay attention to who arrives I'll, like a book will like feel like it falls off a shelf or a particular um person will show up or a particular professional will show up and um it has sustained me through exceptionally painful uh times and I heard, I remember hearing a, one of my favorite speakers, Sandy B and AA talk about things really took off at year 39 of sobriety. Um, <laughs> and I love that because it's like amazing what comes once the the soil has been tilled. You think I was a farmer or something that I talk about, um, <laughs> these are strictly metaphors. I have no idea how to farm, but um, well, once that has, the things can happen at year 20, maybe that can't happen at year five, but what I want so much to do is to use um, the length of time it took me to learn things and pass that on um, so that people hopefully can uh, shortcut or not take so long as I had to. Um, and like one of the things, for example, that I think is like the most important thing that we can talk that in across any 12-step program related to um, anything is the that we are not solving our problem. This is not a self-help program. It is a God help program. Mm. And our and our work is to draw near to the power that is going to remove the problem, take care of the problem. We are not taking care of the problem. We are moving towards the power that is going to do that. And each of the steps is a way of uh, bringing us closer um, and and having all the defects, et cetera, removed, you know, creates space for more light. Um, but I, my experience has been that there are layers that I cannot get to because they are dissociated. Mm. Um, and the uh, frame that I have been working with, because I feel like in terms of doing like the vision work and other, actually, it's not through doing the vision work. It's just the hounds of heaven at my my heels telling me to level up in terms of running a company and um, next level prosperity. And I absolutely knew, and this was only a year ago, I absolutely knew I had to have a psychic change in order to be at the helm of a prosperous company. There was no chance that I was going to get there on my own. And what's beautiful about the 12 steps is that they specialize in psychic changes. Mm-hmm. And so I've been working with the concept of earning power as a power in its own right, as an expression of higher power. And I have been praying that the divine remove anything that stands in the way of earning powers expression through me and uh, all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently there was a fair bit blocking me. <laughs> perhaps all hell was blocking (laughs) perhaps all hell (laughs) um and so i've been really blessed to be able to work with um women uh i think there's representation australia united states i'm in canada um so um in the of women who have really deeply done the 12-step work are being called to thrive and then they just hit this wall of like um, 
and and doing the and so doing the step work around I am powerless mm-hmm. to thrive. Mm-hmm. I don't have a shot at it. Um, not a shot, and uh, and that's that realization is uh, the gift, you know, the G.O.D., the gift of desperation, um, but also the removing of the delusion. And I can't get, I can't do anything until I can do it. I can't see anything until I'm able to see it. And I really do trust that process. Like when we earnestly seek the divine, we will know things when we're able to know them. Mm. Right. Um, I've, you know, I think in the currency of hope, the DA uh, book with stories, one woman talks about how she came into DA started having flashbacks and had to leave and get some outside help before she could even stabilize enough to start. And that's my experience. I mean, I've never left, but each layer and level and layer and level um, has been uh, the divine doing for me what I could not do for myself. Because mm. um, uh and yeah, and I, I so and I just want people to know if they're ever feeling that way or have complex PTSD or PTSD or that there's I absolutely like have experienced that the divine is bigger than that. Right. And even though I've had quite massive dissociative episodes over my 25 years of um abstinence, that that gift that Bill W esque has never left me and the, and the power has never left. And so even though my mind is not whole, I am being held by the divine mind. Um, and, and often it's like kicking at the dark till it bleeds daylight, but there is no, never a time where I do not ask the divine for help and it comes and it often comes when I'm helping somebody else or, and what I love about the big book, and I'm just down to the ground about the big book is like the, the instructions throughout the day upon awakening, we consider the day ahead. Some days I don't know what day it is. <laughs> so I have to backtrack depending on how well it's going, but, um, <laughs> um, but that continually throughout the day um, in connection. And so I cultivate that connection Um I have immersed my thinking and my life in um, in the twelve steps, um, and and DA has this beautiful um, pressure relief meeting function where you get together with other people and just notice and the container around finances and the container of it is um, it's incredible and it's very difficult to imagine that there's some higher power that cares about me when my parents did not right I think it's a it's a hard it's harder I think in some ways um because I think that that's kind of um if there is a divine right it's that that children are um loved by their caregivers. I mean, it's a an anomaly across the animal kingdom when that's not the case. And so when your parents are your, are predators, um, it's um, 
And even if they don't, it, it creates just a very, it creates a challenging piece, except for, uh, and I have become persuaded that this is true for little, little munchies who are abused, um, that there's a compensatory connection with the divine because they cannot attach to their caregivers. Mm. And so there's this way, because, you know, babies are so open, there's this way of plugging in. And I absolutely, that has been true for me down to the ground, um, that I have this facility with, um, connecting with the divine mm. that does feel like a compensation. Um, but I've come to believe that we need to, and I've heard this said about the steps, like that they're layered first three steps. Like we need to make peace at the spiritual, spiritual realm and then peace in the mental realm and then peace in the physical realm. Um, Prosperity um, and the big book talks about it never follows from like it follows from spiritual awakening. It never proceeds it. And so so the the work about prospering, and when I came into DA, I wasn't able to um pay my rent or buy groceries. Um and um the experience of prospering is so um, incredible and so different. And when I look through kind of my ancestral line and think like, who was the last, who was the last person in, the, in our ancestry to run a million dollar company? Oh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so to go from like, you know, and so much of the work has been trying not to die, you know, mm. not hurting myself, not, you know, getting through the day, not hurting myself, that the clarion call to thrive and prosper is, um, it's like coming out of a dark cave and blinking at the sunlight, right? It's not comfortable mm. at all. And I wouldn't do it if it wasn't more uncomfortable to have the hounds of heaven at my heels saying, no, like ships are safe in the harbor, but that's not what they were built for. This is not what you're built for. So, um, so I've been out, I've been peeking out of the harbor and it's a bit wavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a titch. Um, but I've gotten the climatized emotion sickness and, um, and uh, since I had the spiritual awakenings and they've been layered on each other and around this, around the money program and, um, oh God, they've been hard. And I also attribute it to my beloved uh, DA sponsor who, who passed away about eight months ago. Um, and she's been, I feel like she's been working on the other side to help because um, she, she bore witness to so much of the suffering. Um, and I, so I feel the lightness of that. So, if you will, she should be your grand, your grand sponsor. What's her name? Her Rachel. Name. Rachel. Yeah. Um, and I laughed with her because when she found out, you know, that that was she was going to be the end of end of her life, and I was able to be there with her at the end of her life. I laughed. I go, Rachel, who if if you die, who am I going to avoid calling? <laughs> <laughs> Um, because of the and it, the avoidance, like the profound avoidance that comes 
that I've that my own experience of DA of like, talk, like not being able to find my pressure relief notes for 20 years. Like I lose them or I can't remember, or I, I, I can't, I forget to call or I don't like, there's like uh, so much has worked against the DA recovery, except the divine is pulling for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I have a life beyond my wildest dreams, really. Um, and it's really hard some days, for sure. Um, but my experience is that when I ask for the help, that the help arrives. And that's extraordinary. There has never been a time where I haven't asked the divine for help and, and not have it come in some way. Um, And that's kind of awesome. That's 25 years of experience on that front. So, mm. but my thing is like, why can the divine just blink in my direction and boom, the addiction is gone. And I mean, gone, something that was the organizing principle in my life and this massive mental anguish and torture persists. Um, and I just keep taking it back to step three. It's like, and it's like, God, you know, me in my entirety heal. You made my mind. If you want to, it to be healed, then that will happen. Um, just bring me the people, the principles, the power and the possibilities and things just come rushing in. Um, and what I love, love, love is the we part of the program, right? That it's us together. As Sandy Beach calls it, you know, it's like the, half blind leading the blind <laughs> maybe <laughs> which is particularly apropos for me because I was born with a cataract so I really only see out of one eye but mm -hmm. um it is that sense of like we are um groping along um in something extraordinary um but it's a clarion call for that that's been my experience of it like I couldn't not do it um and because of the grace of this program and all of the work I'm I am realizing the potential um i don't know if you had this had this caitlin but that sense of like almost drowning under your potential suffocating under the possibilities because the attachment to struggle is so enormous um yeah yeah and for me it manifests in in um and you described it so beautifully and well but the, the withholding the holding on to um there is it's that's actually interesting that you, you use the metaphor of drowning to describe it because today I was talking with someone about how I was I said new power is flowing through and it's like electricity and I don't have like I, I'm like if without the circuit I explode you know like that's how <laughs> it feels like it's just like so much is being given to me and I'm and and my awareness of it is catching up with the reality of it because the denial is falling away. And now there's all these possibilities, literal money. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the other weird thing. And, and ideas and relationships and people and principles and personalities are multiplying. And, and, and the addiction to struggle is like, it, 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 it can't actually operate anymore because there right. I can't 
hold yeah. on to it. I have to let it go. There needs to be a circuit. I need to connect. I need to delight. Like that was when we started working the steps and um, you shared some of these prayers with me um, and I started praying them, uh, this idea of send me new thoughts, you know, like, mm -hmm. and, and lead me to the people and the principles and the personalities that will lead me to wholeness. And it just like this, the transformation just started like happening and requiring just more transformation like it, and increased capacity and, and more space and more connection and so that was like identifying that I don't know self-will run riot is like the fear and the shame that I deserve to to receive or anything and that I have anything to give and or that it's it's good enough or all that kind of the fear and shame stuff yeah yeah, and I think we did the, the step work together. We did a, the steps around powerlessness over fear and shame. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're, you know, one of the things too about um, pre-verbal trauma, which was my experience, and I, I think you have experience with that, is that if there isn't even any language, like it's just a felt sense of, because the thinking apparatus is, literally being developed in terror mm. um and and so the i just am reminded of that take away my difficulties and victory over them may bear witness to those i would help of your power your love and your way of life and it's so clear in my instance, that it is the divine's power, the divine's love, and the divine's way of life. It is not mine, like, um, at all. And that's a really good news story because um, it's not about a particular person. It's about this power. Um, and I've also noticed kind of earning power itself has a signature of uh, playfulness and being relaxed and, um, and it's always a surprise. It's like going into a pressure relief meeting where I think, oh God, I'm going to get in trouble for my numbers or I did this or that. I always, always leave surprised by the abundance and the gentleness, as you said, the gentleness of the divine. Um, and part of why I wanted to do this podcast is that I haven't heard people talking about um, applying the steps, applying the power of the big book to um, um, childhood abuse, complex PTSD in the sense of like true powerlessness. Like I cannot not feel shame and fear because <laughs> I, I, I'm made of it. Yeah. And, but that's, that's neither here nor there for the divine, right? Because divine is like a kajillion times more powerful and i believe the divine created me in my entirety so it's not a it's an insurmountable problem for me and it's um right it's 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 not a problem at all for the divine right and so it's um that's like keep your fear and shame like go ahead yeah yeah i'm still just gonna take care of everything okay that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Right. And it's the, and it's, it's, and it's the, 
the seeking and the aligning with the power, right? And I can do that by asking for help, but I'm not doing any, like I'm not helping myself. I'm, because <laughs> that ship sailed. <laughs> like they say the years before I was five last the rest of your life. And it's like, please God, that's not true. And that has not been true for me. Um, I am on an entirely different trajectory than um, one would have thought from where I started. Um, but that's because of the power of the the divine presence. And um, I actually had a very funny experience. It was uh, not in 12-step context, but I was at a retreat and this woman I'd never met came up to me. She said, I have a message for you and I want you to know that you have divine parents and they were not impressed with what went down with your earthly parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take that for $200. Um, like we make it up. I would make up so much of it anyhow. I'm going to make up something in my favor. And that has turned out to be true, right? Like the flimsy read turns out to be the really strong hand of God, as the big book talks about. Um, and like I have, I don't even have the slightest notion of God, not even the slightest, but I have experience of divine freedom. And I have, um, no theology around it I just have gratitude that the great reality is both great and real yeah so one of the things that occurs to me as a problem um and we've talked about this before is the power of the big book is like amazing, like just amazing. And and your testimony to it is multiplied by probably millions at this point of similar things of the ability to remove that, remove that re- addiction and it's gone. Um, and with the complex PTSD, it's not a similar magic wand. And mm-hmm. an ACA, um, they do, they say like, okay, like there's character defects and then there's survival traits and uh, the survival traits won't ever be removed, but they're meant to be integrated. And, and it's kind of an undeveloped area of ACA recovery. There's, a, there's, there's literature on integration and how to do that, but it's not really like satisfying um, or in my experience of it, it's it doesn't have the same power as, and in my experience of having the the craving for a chemical addiction removed, which which also happened to me with alcohol um, through working this the psychic change happened that way. And and then there's this focus on helping others, and and I felt divine freedom in doing that too, and and you put beautiful vocabulary to it once and saying it's, it's switching from focus on extraction, what I can get out of things to infusion, what I can put into things. And that's in the big book too, what we can place into the stream of life. But as somebody who also grew up taking care of everybody else around me, um, and I hear people in ACA share about how they were in, you know, other recovery programs for years and they just kept doing more service and more service and more service 
and was waiting for that to change something. And, and they were kind of just actually like harming themselves in a certain way. And I've had that experience too. Um, and so this, this, this is always kind of the, um, like a sticking point for me. Um, and like how to experience that divine freedom by living in infusion without completely erasing myself again and may, or maybe that's what I'm supposed to do and but it's just that fear of um just that I don't know so and, and I don't know why I'm even like bringing this up except that yeah it's a really interesting um I've heard it that mentioned in a number of a number of contexts and I find it's interesting, like the carrying the message, like the, the, the 12 step comes after all the other steps, comes after the spiritual awakening. And my experience of um, doing service, if you will, is that if it's um, coming from a place of the, as a divine channel, it is regenerative and beautiful. If it's coming from a place of um, fear, um, it's like I have to take care of everything, or yeah, or I have shame. I'm like I, you know, if I don't, I'll get in trouble. Um, or or um, if I take care of everybody, then then they'll take care of me. Like all of that stuff is, um, and the antithesis. Because it's actually a form of manipulation, right? It's arranging everything so that I can be safe as opposed to, oh my God, I used to have this thing and I don't have it anymore. I have no idea where it went, but this is what I did. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Like, it's like, um, and I, somebody was telling me recently, she's like, oh, she used to think the service was a punishment. Cause it's like, we were so self-centered for so long that we have to serve, but it was just, it was like, it's like, um, the antithesis. Right. Um, and so it's so, so that's just my experience. Something can look very similar on the outside, but be propelled by an entirely different energy source. Yeah, that's really helpful. And, and, and in line with this idea of withholding it or just waiting until I'm perfect to do so or there's like so it's like I, I I can basically any recovery tool can become a trap for me um and so I'm just noticing that too and that's the mind again just like playing tricks on me so the whole thread I was about to go on that's just dissecting that like back and forth could keep going on forever um mm -hmm. And then there's just kind of that that moment of lightness where it's just like oh yeah the latest thing mysterious right now the latest thing i've been working with is to ask the divine to clear my mind of all thoughts so that i can sit in the divine intelligence right which i've also been doing and that's i just literally did that live i was like wait a minute let's just shut it down <laughs> except i'm not shutting it down it's like, let's just, uh, yeah. yeah. Envisioning like a blank can't, like yeah. a blank board or. 
Um, and, and what is so, um, Oh man. What? I'm, well, it's, I'm, I'm, what I have in my hands right now is a, um, it's a ring. It's made out of beads. And, um, I bought it from 12 year old girls in a park in Harlem. Uh, I don't know how many months ago. And I just happened to put it on my finger this morning because I found it in the new car that I bought. Thanks to DA. Um, yay. yay indeed. And, and the three, like it has like, like, like alphabet letter beads on it. Uh, and the, the three letters are I D K. I don't know. <laughs> I just right. absentmindedly like fingering in my hands and I'm just like looking down and I'm like, yeah, there we go. There it is. Yeah. And it's a great, uh, <laughs> beginning of a, a great adventure. And, um, Every and I, tr I trust that the divine, uh, wants us to be in some way and whatever form, I think it could be really interesting to uh, go through the steps um, with a lens of uh, the powerlessness over um, fear and shame. And fear. also like the addiction to struggle is manifested in powerlessness yeah. over fear and shame. Yeah. 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 And, um, and, and also the powerlessness over powerless this over kind of our, our reptilian response to flight freeze uh um when we are called to stay and not only stay but stay in community um and record our numbers <laughs> Woo! on top of it all so so yeah so it's been so um wonderful to have this conversation and um i look forward to more as it emerges me too um yeah thanks so much and uh, yeah, I look forward to I look forward to talking about step one. All right. Thanks. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the recording and not pretend to say bye to you, but stop the recording for anyone else who's listening. <laughs> Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Yeah. And I guess maybe let's close with a serenity prayer. God. God, grant us the serenity, the serenity to accept the things we cannot, we cannot change, change, the courage to change the things we can, we can, and the wisdom, wisdom to know the difference. May your will be our heart's desire. With mine, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, All right. Stopping. Stopping recording. Okay, I'll be right. I'll be right back, Caitlin. Um, I have okay. to do help my, my daughter with something. Yep.